welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On this week's episode, I want to talk about diesel heaters. And when I say I want to talk about diesel heaters, I want to talk about the pros, I want to talk about the cons, and I want to talk about whether it's the right thing for your setup. I've resisted diesel heaters for years now. I've been just fine going without diesel heaters. And I go a lot in the winter. Like I go up to Michigan, I go to Wisconsin, I go, you know, all across Indiana, and I go camping in the winter. And I've never had a diesel heater until now. I bought one. So anyways, we are going to dive more into diesel heaters and whether it makes sense or not on this episode. Let's go. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by some fantastic companies. You should definitely check out the description and click through their links to see all the awesome stuff they offer. Companies like Red Arc for all your overlanding power management needs. Last US Bag, tons of amazing quality overlanding bags. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. The More Expo 2022, get your tickets below. And Northology Overland, guided overlanding trips and a free overlanding magazine. All right, guys. So as I mentioned on the intro, today I'm talking about diesel heaters. Uh, I have resisted these things forever. I've, I mean, I've been camping for 25, 30 years probably in my life. Um, I've been overlanding for the last four or five years, and I predominantly go in the winter. I mean, when like September, October hit, that's when my season starts. And I usually camp through March, April, May, somewhere in that ballpark. And then I try and stay away from the summer. The, you know, the national forests get packed. There's tons of people there. There's tons of noise. There's bugs. There's ticks. There's just... To me, the summer is the worst time to camp. I mean, I'll still go because I go through withdrawal. If I go more than like a month or two without camping, I'll still go. But like, I almost always have a miserable time. It pours down rain. It's so hot that you can't sleep. You come home and you have eight ticks all over. It's just, there are definitely downsides, in my opinion. If you disagree, post up in the comments below. Let me know why you think summer is the best. I'd love to hear that. Maybe you can maybe you can convince me. I doubt it, but go for it. Um, but so again, today I'm going to talk about diesel heaters because I just got one. I finally broke down. I actually, what it took was a friend of mine let me borrow one on a trip when we were in Wisconsin. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm just going to throw some hot hands in my sleeping bag and I'm just going to freeze all night, right? And uh, he's like, well, I got an extra diesel heater. You want to just throw it up there and, and run it? And I was like, well, I mean, if you got an extra one, sure, I'll try it out. And I mean, it, it. people in overlanding videos use the term game changer a lot. Like it's almost become a meme that we say game changer all the time. I try not to say it for that exact reason, but the diesel heater is actually a game changer. Like after using that for that night, I was like, oh my God, why have I resisted this for so long? Um, so let's talk about pros. Let's start by talking about pros of the diesel heater and then we'll go into cons and then I'll kind of give you my, my overall thoughts in the end. Now, obviously, you can tell I'm excited about them. I like them. I am definitely pro-diesel heater now. But I'm going to give you pros and cons. And then I'm going to give you, like, my final thoughts. And I'll also sort of talk through at the very end, you know, what kind of setups, what how what frequency of trips makes sense, you know, whether you should buy it or not. Is it a good investment? Is it, is it a good use of your total overall budget versus, say, recovery gear or vehicle mods, that sort of thing? And I think it depends on your type of overlanding. But I will dive into that at the very end. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So starting with pros, um, you know, a lot of things that you may have read online if you've been looking into like heating, you know, heating your tent, your rooftop tent, your ground tent, your awning room, whatever you're sleeping in, um, you've probably seen a lot of stuff about condensation. Now that is usually with propane-based things, right? So propane-based like a buddy heater or something like that. One of the byproducts of propane burning is water, right? So then you get water, it, the outside of your tent or your rooftop tent is cold, the inside is warm, so that, that moisture turns into condensation, you've got drips, you've got everything inside of your tent getting wet. Um, in addition to that, having an open source of propane burning in your tent, which is the way propane works, unless you have like a Propex or something super crazy and fancy, generally speaking though, you have some sort of like a burning thing in your rooftop tent or in your ground tent or whatever that is the buddy heater. Um, and that's how you get the heat into it. You can't pump it through a tube and into your tent because that's just not how propane works. You'd melt the tube. So anyways, one of the pros of a diesel heater is it doesn't have that side effect because it's not propane, because it's diesel based. It is literally using the engine just to create warm air and pump it up through a tube into whatever you're pumping it into, a tent, a ground tent, whatever, a rooftop tent, um, your vehicle. You could even heat your vehicle. I have a buddy when we went to Wisconsin that he had a nice little uh, panel that slid into his window of his teardrop with a little hole for the, the three-inch uh, tube from his diesel heater to go, and he plugged it right into the side of his thing, and, and his, uh, his teardrop was heated. Uh, but so it's warm, dry air. There's no condensation with the diesel heater. That's a huge plus. So another benefit of that, aside from just the fact that it's not introducing additional vapor into the tent, is that it is helping to dry stuff, right? So you lay in your tent all night and you your clothes will start to dry out because you just have warm, hot air that is blowing around in the tent, right? Drying everything out. It could dry out your tent. If your tent got wet the day before, if it snowed or if it rained or something and your tent got sopping wet and you had to close it up and go hit trails and then you get to camp, you pump a diesel heater through it for eight hours and that'll dry out your tent, right? It'll be bone dry by the end of it. So that's another nice thing is it will actually dry things. Not only will it not make them wet, but it will actually dry things. So that's pretty cool too. Um, and then the sort of the biggest thing for me is, you know, so I enjoy having some adult beverages sometimes when I go to camp. Like that's one of the fun things for me is to sit around a fire, maybe read a book if I'm by myself, drink a beer, or if you're with people, you know, hang out with people, drinking beers, smoke a cigar or something, you know, just hang out and have a good time. However, the side effect of that is then oftentimes you have to get up multiple times throughout the night and go to the bathroom. Um, I think there's two benefits to this. One is Part of the reason why you wake up so much when you're not, don't have a diesel heater or something like that keeping you warm is when you're not comfortable and you wake up, then your brain says, hey, I have to pee and you have to go to the bathroom more. If you're more comfortable and you stay asleep longer, then you're not going to get up as much to go pee in the middle of the night. So if you have a diesel heater, I've found in my experience, instead of getting up three or four times in the, in the middle of the night, I might get up once or twice because I'm just more comfortable and I'm not like constantly waking up every hour uncomfortable and kind of rolling around and then realizing I have to pee. The second sort of benefit of that, having the heat in there and maybe having to get up to go to the bathroom is, you know, typically in the past, I've just had heat in my sleeping bag. I've had hot hands and stuff, which I have to move around, shift around and all that stuff um, in order to get out of the sleeping bag. When I get back and I have to find all my hot hands in, in the dark and like 
put them back over my body, you know, or I have them in my pockets or whatever. But as soon as you get out of that sleeping bag, it's freezing cold in the tent, right? So you're already getting cold. Then you have to get out, you have to climb down, you have to go to the bathroom and get back up. It's freezing cold. Now your sleeping bag's cold. You gotta, you know, you're freezing and you're getting back into the sleeping bag and you're trying to cover yourself back up. And then you have a long time, five to 10 minutes probably, before you even start to like regain that heat back inside your sleeping bag. So just overall, it's a worse experience, right? Whereas with the diesel heater, the whole tent is warm. So you pop out of your, your sleeping bag, that's fine, I'm still warm. You unzip your thing, you, you, you climb out, you zip it back up so the heat stays in, it's still pumping warm air in the whole time, right? You get down, you go to the bathroom, you climb back up, you unzip it, you get back in, you close it, it's still pumping hot air in. You have this surrounding of hot air. If you need to change clothes, you know, you were warm in your sleeping bag, you don't wanna get out and take off your warm clothes and put on cold clothes that are clean, right? Because you're freezing to death. Whereas then it expands your, your bubble, basically, from your sleeping bag to the entire tent, which is a really nice benefit of a diesel heater. Um, and then the last sort of pro of diesel heaters is efficiency, right? Like these things are super efficient. So I will say the one that I used last time, I think they're all pretty much the same. Mine was a five kilowatt um, diesel heater. I went through maybe a half of a tank and it's about a 0.75 gallon tank. So, you know, right now, and this isn't going to mean anything when prices change, but diesel's about 489 the last time I filled up for a gallon. But so I spent maybe two bucks worth of diesel to stay warm all night and to keep the tent warm and to dry out all my stuff. Like huge pro, huge pro, right? Like it, they're just, they're so efficient. Even like propane, you, you run through propane. On those buddy heaters, like you could go through three or four, five pounds of propane in a night if you've got it turned up. Um, whereas, you know, with the diesel heater, it's pretty easy to transport the fuel. It's pretty easy to keep topped up and it's, it's pretty efficient. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, so cons of the diesel heater. These are kind of the reasons why I've stayed away from it for a while, is there are several cons of things that you, you kind of have to have like supporting mods in order to run a diesel heater. And I think a lot of people, especially newer people, don't realize that. They look at it online and they see like an all-in-one or you know diesel heater in a box and they're like, cool, that's all I need, right? Well, no, typically you need, you need a pretty hefty battery source to run that thing. Now, I'm not saying it's gonna take a bajillion you know watt hour battery to do it um, I've run it off of a thousand watt hour uh, separate portable power generator thing and it maybe took 20% off that thousand watt hour battery in a night so it's not too bad startup takes more right and then once it gets going it, it gains efficiency and it's not working as hard but you just need to be aware of that like if you plugged it into a regular starter battery in a car you could kill your battery right so there are additional considerations from a cost standpoint. You gotta buy the diesel heater. You gotta buy the fuel, right? There's there's costs that come with it. The diesel heater itself, the diesel uh, fuel, some sort of battery or something to power it with, or you have to upgrade your whole electrical system in your vehicle to like AGM or like a dual battery setup. Um, again, eventually I will have a dual battery setup powered by my Red Arc stuff in the truck. When I have that, I won't worry about it, right? I'll plug it in, I'll get alerts from my Red Vision stuff if it's like pulling too much power or something. Um, but then I won't have to worry about it. But now that I've kind of accrued enough gear, I have a battery pack sitting around that I can use. So that for me was part of it. Now it was just, I'd, all I have to do is buy a diesel heater for about a hundred bucks, which I will put a link to the one that I got down below. This thing is a steal of a deal. It's like a hundred, 120 bucks. 
cheaper than all the rest of them, but it's a great little unit. The only thing that I am doing to change it is I did wire a like a universal DC plug into the end of it because it just had like sort of red and black wires that you could hook up to whatever you want. I did, you know, splice in a DC plug so I could just plug it into my battery pack. And then also I'm buying a new hose for it. So like a bigger, longer hose because the one that it comes with is really short. Again, I think it's more intended to like sit on like a table next to your tent and then just pump straight into your tent. But for a rooftop tent, I've got to go all the way up, you know, from the ground or from my rack up into the tent. So I am buying a longer tube for that. But I'll put links to all that stuff in the description down below just to make it easy on you. Um, but so there's definitely some costs. There's definitely some things that you got to get, right? Um, so that's a con. And then size, right? Like it's just one more thing. Like taking, I, I'm always gonna have my sleeping bag. I'm always gonna have my wool blanket in the winter. Um, hot hands don't take up much room. Like having those chemical hot hand warmer things, they're great, they're nice. But you may have to break up in five, six, seven of them and throw them all throughout your sleeping bag or put them in all your pockets just to kind of stay warm and then like a five degree, zero degree night. And it's still not exactly perfect, right? Like it's not great. You're never like happy and comfortable and warm. You just survive, right? Um, but with the diesel heater, you've got the diesel heater itself, which is probably, you know, pretty good size. It's, you know, about the size of like a big briefcase, a big thick briefcase probably. Then you've got all your tubes, your, you know, your intake, your, your cord for it. You've got just all these accessories that kind of go with it, all the hose clamps and all that stuff. So I've actually got a little Tupperware container that has all that stuff in it that I also have to take with me. So there's definitely some like, you got to take more gear, right? If you want to be more comfortable. Um, so th that is a con of it, but I, again... This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Getting into my sort of final thoughts for diesel heater or no diesel heater, I think that it's worth it for me because I go predominantly in the winter and I go a lot. Um, again, let's say that you could find, and, and here's one thing that you need to be careful of is, again, a lot of those smaller, especially those like Chinese type knockoff battery packs, like not a true Jackery or a Blue Eddy um, or an EcoFlow or something that's got regulated power, they may get overwhelmed by the diesel heater and shut off. You may not even be able to run the diesel heater off one of those cheap like sort of knockoff batteries. So you wanna be careful about that. Um, so if you don't have sufficient power, then it may not be a good option for you. If you don't have a bigger, you know, regulated power power bank, um, it may not be a good option. If you don't have like an AGM battery at least, or possibly a dual battery setup, then it's kind of risky to run that stuff. Um, if you don't go in the winter a lot, right? Obviously, I don't, why are you even watching this video? We don't get a diesel heater. Um, if you're a summer camper or a summer fall camper, then you probably don't need a diesel heater. If you're like me and you go a lot in the winter, if you go, you know, September, October through March, and that's your time, and it's gonna dip down into negatives or single digits or teens or 20s even. Even sometimes in the 30s, it can be kind of nice to have the diesel heater. Um, then, And you go quite a bit, then I totally think it's worth it. Like I think that you could probably get a diesel heater and a battery solution for probably about five to $700, somewhere in that ballpark, total, right, for everything. But then you could use that battery pack for other stuff. It's not like you're just buying it for the diesel heater. You could use it to charge up your batteries, charge up phones, camera gear. Um, run small electronics and stuff off of. So there's there's multiple uses for that. 
So again, I'm I'm very much a fan of the diesel heater. I always bring redundancy with me, right? Like that is one of my fears is that I've never had to rely on something like that before. It's like I never want to go with just like a t-shirt and, and like a sweatshirt or something in the winter and then find that my diesel heater won't fire up for whatever reason or I forgot something that I needed to run the diesel heater, right? So you want to have redundancy with it. So that's another thing is you're bringing this diesel heater, but you still want to have the basics at least so that if it didn't work, you would have a way to survive, right? Um, but again, I just think it's so, so nice. I'm trying to get my wife out more with me as our kids grow up and they get closer to going away to college. Like we're going to be going more, but if I want to go in the winter all the time and I want her to go with me, I'm going to have to pre prepare her with some sort of conveniences because she's not a huge camper. Um, so I love it. I think it's great. I think that once you kind of deal with those, those prerequisites of the battery and that sort of stuff, that it's just a great thing to have. And it will sort of totally change your camping trips because then all of a sudden you're not just... You know, you're not like not going to bed because you just don't want to lay down and be cold. You're going to bed because it's you're tired and hey, it's going to be nicer up there. Like you have something to look forward to. So again, I really like the diesel heater. I think for the, the cheap cost, like to use it, if I go six, eight, ten times during the winter, a diesel heater, even the $100 really inexpensive one that's all included in a box should last for at least a few years for me with no maintenance, right? Um, if it lasts for that long, I'll just buy another one if it stops working. If the glow plugs go bad or something happens, I'll just buy another one. Not a big deal. Um, so again, that was kind of my thoughts on it. Those are the pros. Those are the cons. I think if you go a lot in the winter, I think if you you know want to have that, that extra bubble of heat around you, if you want to be able to dry stuff out, you know, in Wisconsin, we had freezing rain and rain. And I actually like took my coat off and kind of like spruced it up in my, in my tent and took my sweatshirt off and spruced it up in the back of my tent and just sort of spread them out a little bit. And all my clothes were bone dry the next day. So it actually saved me. Like I would have been wet and miserable the next day probably, or at least semi-cold. But the diesel heater just pumping that hot air in there dried everything out, right? So again, I think it's a huge benefit if you go in the winter a lot. Um, but those are sort of my thoughts on the diesel heater. Um, I hope that was helpful for you. If it was, click that like button. Drop a comment down below. Let me know your thoughts on diesel heaters. Let me know if you've got one. If you don't, if you have questions about it. Um, if you're not already, make sure to click that subscribe button. Click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. Um, I do a podcast slash blog every single week, plus another video or two. Usually some sort of a gear review or do-it-yourself mod or you know something like that. So if you're into anything like that, if you're into camping, overlanding, definitely click that subscribe button. Check me out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have a Patreon page where we've got a Discord and we all sort of chat in that too. And then there's a newbie overlanders group on Facebook. Totally free to join. Check that out as well. Um, again, there will be links in the description down below to everything that I talked about in this video. So I hope that that is helpful for you. Um, but yeah, post up in the comments. Let's chat. Um, thanks for watching and we'll talk to you guys next week.